Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Ladies, make it work. <laughs> and Forrest. Howdy. So let me get this straight. I'm somewhere that's not what I would call Earth. I'm seeing freaking dragons. And oh yeah, I'm talking to a cuff. That's something I do now. I do magic. And I talk about video games. <laughs> How are y'all doing? Well, I think I'm off to a good start for this. <laughs> as long as you make it work, ladies. Yeah. Do you know what I was quoting, Seth? Yeah, I saw that trailer. It was <laughs> terrible. It's really stupid. Ooh, just like really bad. <laughs> we, were, we were watching that before uh, we started talking to you tonight, and I said to David, I was like, you know, maybe <laughs> I said something around the lines of like, it'd be better maybe if this protagonist were like a little more silent uh, lately or something like that. I can't remember exactly what I said, but uh, it just made me think of like Hades and how. Um, oh, that's a disrespect to Hades. No, 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 no. About how. Um, oh, God, I can't even remember his name. Zagreus. Zagreus, thank you. I'm a I'm ashamed of myself. But how like everything Zagreus said, like I, if, to me, it felt warranted and it had at least some sort of importance. And it wasn't the just quips. The quips felt natural. Yeah, exactly. They didn't like Spider Man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd agree. We, we, know, we talking know about the the, 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 the teaser that was. I would argue the teaser sometimes that was posted the, on Twitter today I, about I, what's it. The name of the game. Forspoken. Forest spoken. Forest has spoken. He has. Yeah. It's a game. Uh, I figured I'd throw that in there. I still think it. I still think it looks fun. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, I think the game could be enjoyable, but maybe the dialogue probably won't be. Mm. And by extension, probably the story. But I, but I, it looks like I would have fun playing, at least like doing combat in it. What's next? Am I gonna fly? <laughs> Maybe she'll fly. Maybe, yeah. Well, did she say anything about flying? Yeah, that's what she said. Oh, okay. She said, yeah, What's yeah. next? Am I gonna fly? <laughs> How do you have it memorized already? Because it's I. I don't know. Because he's Axel. Well, ah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, so I am going to talk about, <laughs> I have played so little. I started a new job, and it's taken all of my brain capacity. You got a new job. That's right. Um, we didn't record because I had to get Seth my computer last week. Um, That's true. I lost my computer. And if, <laughs> and if this week sounds weird, I'm sorry. It's because I'm... I tried to get my wife's computer uh, up to snuff, and uh, my computer also apparently is misbehaving for Seth because it's mad it's not home. So, you know, it's uh, fun. It's all not around. misbehaving. I was just, uh, you know, made some assumptions that weren't true. <laughs> Fair enough. You assumed it would uh, come pre installed with certain things. Yeah. And Boy, that's howdy, I, is it the end of an I era, for I guess. formatting it for my friend Seth. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. I've, I started um, Digimon Survive. Seth is going to be able to talk about this game so much more. 
Uh, I am. The problem is and every boy, time. Do I have things to say about it? Uh, every time I go to play it, I get really tired because you have to read so much. And so I like it, but it's so much reading. It's hard to digest. And it's, and I guess it doesn't, it doesn't slow down on the reading. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to have to power through there. Um, so yeah, I, I played some Digimon Survive. I played some Power Washing Simulator. Um, really, the highlight of the past two and a half weeks has been me buying the John Cena skin in Fortnite and, <laughs> and running around. And when I do the You Can't See Me emote, it starts to play his theme song. And that's oh my been God. the biggest piece of joy in my life. That's, that's nice. Um, also, I guess somewhat gaming related, I built the BD1 Lego, uh, the BD1 droid from Jedi Fallen Order. And... Uh, Jedi Survivor uh, when that comes out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a fun Lego build. And I, I, it made me want to replay that game. I've been thinking about replaying it for like the past two years best now. Fr- best friend, friend of the show, Chris, is playing it right now. And he... It's so good. ...is having a hard time with some of it. What? He finds navigating the maps to be uh, tedious. And... I didn't have this issue. Yeah. But upon t- talking to a couple of friends and group chats that were in, they also had this issue. Huh. So I must have been extremely blessed or <laughs> have a gigantic brain. It's one of the two. Uh, I won't claim either. Um, but yeah, I Zepho posed an issue with him on navigation. Um, but he's playing. He's trying to get through it. Good. Because uh, really, those last couple hours are so worth getting through uh, any hurdle you may have. Yeah, absolutely. So, that game was great. Godly. Mm. It sticks with you, honestly. It does. It, oh, I, I'm so interested to see what the second, the next one looks like, genuinely. Because uh, it's going to be, I imagine, way different. Not way different, but at least... Um, the the goal is going to be different, and yeah, how what characters you're going to run across, uh, if you run across any actual mainline characters or anything. So, um, okay, so uh, I have a feeling Seth is going to go into a Digimon filled tangent, and I I'm about it. So I'm going to go to Forest next, and then we'll end with Seth. Well, we should also talk about because we didn't record last week, and we had previously had been playing a, all playing a game that we put off for other games in the middle of it. That game being Live Alive. Oh yes. man, I forgot. That's yep. how long. It's That's been. the I only thing I've I been played playing. Live Alive. <laughs> so, I'm like two storylines into Live Alive. Um. I did the prehistoric one, and the, I'm almost done with the cowboy one. Gotcha. So I did the Twilight of Edo Japan. The Twilight one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Far Future, and then I'm doing the prehistoric one right now. Nice. Seth, which ones did you I, do? Well, let's see. I started with Ancient China. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fun. Then I did something else. Then I did the cowboy one, which I liked a lot. I'm saving then that one I for last. Um, then I did the, what is the thing? The modern day, mm-hmm. which was like uh, basically Street Fighter, which was a lot of fun. Oh. Um, yep. And also kind of Mega Man, because you... Um, it's it's arguably the simplest one, um, because there's no map navigation. It's just there's a, a screen of fighters for you to select to fight. Um, like the character's goal is to become the strongest fighter, obviously. Huh, um, straightforward. It's like they, a typical like, shonen. They have like story then. Yeah, yeah, and they all have like kind of voiced intros, which are really fun. <laughs> um, and you learn enemies' abilities by getting hit by them, which is fun. Um, so it's got kind of like a Mega Man thing going on, too. Um, uh, I also did... Um, I did the future. And I've done the Japan one, the ninja one. Nice. Uh, you're doing a lot of fun ones. All in very... All yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel bad I've heard for that you having to... Go into the, the prehistoric one yep. after doing a bunch of fun ones. Yeah, I've heard that the prehistoric one is probably the maybe the best for learning the mechanics of the game, but is also kind of the least good. It, it so far for me, be, it's the least engaging. It might also be done. the most horny. Yeah, I noticed that really quick. Interesting. It's I, so horny. <laughs> your 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 character in the prehistoric one, he's literally like emoting like. Like, I don't know, like, a bunch of high school kids would in, like, an MMO back in, like, 2005. Yeah, same like, with your bowing. monkey friend. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's very horny. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, borderline weird. Yes. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna shame him. I the The other thing is in the prehistoric one, of course, there's no language, so you... I, I don't know how much I agree with figuring out the mechanics because there's no explanation for anything because it's all symbols and stuff besides yeah. the name of the attacks. Um, but yeah, Interesting. Um, you know, Live Alive is, uh, if you didn't get it from what we've been talking about, it is a collection of seven, maybe eight stories. There is an eighth chapter, but I don't know what that consists of. Yeah, there's um, eight characters on the on the on the box, and only seven available to choose from. Mm, so I'm right. assuming that, you know, after you beat all of them, there's probably an eighth. I would imagine it's like Middle Ages because it looks like a guy in really knight missing. armor with a sword. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how all of these stories connect. If there is any connected tissue, really, because uh, so far, well, there I... definitely is. Uh, you start to notice it in the name of the the boss, the bad guys. Um, oh, they all have uh, their all of their names are permutations on on uh, like the same kind of sound. Ooh, okay, um, okay. So yeah, and and they all are sort of shrouded in this mist, and so uh, as you, as like I've outside of that, I haven't uncovered any kind of. This is what is happening in the background. Um, other than you know, these are it. Maybe it's some. It's probably one 
you know, kind of evil entity who has took taken on forms throughout the ages. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I will say, like, the 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 stories have some surprising emotional depth to them that I was not expecting in many yes. cases. Uh, like a bunch of people who the all of the episodes are relatively quick. Um, I'm thinking like there are some longer ones, but most of them have been around like two hours of game time for me. Yeah. Um, some even shorter, like the the modern day one. Um, but these in in those short times that like there there are tons of uh, maybe not fully fleshed out characters, but very enjoyable character types uh, who are like really in- endearing. Um, and the game does not hesitate to kill them. Yeah, in, <laughs> I was about to say, does not hesitate to in, pull the trigger like the on least expected beats. times. Right. It's it's like, I mean, George R. R. Martin probably took notes from this thing. <laughs> uh. um, so you, it's a also what's interesting is it's so you're playing through these two to three hour stories. Um, that are all RPGs essentially, uh, and they're all short form, and you can change the character's name, that whole shebang. Yep. Um, and you're kind of given these items, and you can upgrade your character, um, and you get these abilities, and you're fighting on a grid, like a 15 by 15 grid. I really enjoyed the combat. I struggled it's with it at so first. It's so strange, yeah, but, but it's good. The, but combat's, like, the combat's really cool. It's yeah. like... Um, Especially once you start getting the hang of it. Yeah, because it's... It's sort of real-time, like, kind of active On the outset... Battle. Yes. Right, because it, it sort of looks like a tactical like RPG battle system, but then everything is on like a real-time um, grid, like a, a real-time system. So... Um, Players are are operating kind of asynchronously from the enemies, um, and especially I found that in the future thing there are like there are many instances where you will encounter enemies that um, like when you move next to them it drastically increases like it makes their turn happen immediately. Yeah, um, and so they they do some cool stuff to to kind of change up what you have expected expected the way for enemies to um to fight uh, i also really like the way so in general your player character is uh like there's the size of their character sprite is one square on this grid but all of the enemies are, have varying uh sizes that make them make you able to like hit them from angles that you wouldn't otherwise think based on where their like legs are planted uh, so I, I think it's just, it's it's a really fun system um, that has like I swear like fifteen different uh, attack attributes and like for for there to be strengths and weaknesses too. It's, and none it's of really them are fun. really it's, explained. But it's also right. This is kind yeah. of a, uh, I think see it, that it's weak to this. Use it. Go crazy. Yeah, because it's not a super deep combat system. Yeah. Um, it, and bec- and because you are only inhabiting these characters for these brief moments of time, it doesn't have to be super complex. Exactly. Um, and I, I think that that 
idea can kind of be applied to the game as a whole. Like, these are short stories with short combat uh, experiences, and it makes the best of what it can in that short amount of time. But it's not entirely deep, but it's still really enjoyable and I think succeeds at what it's trying to do. Yep, for sure. I'm I'm interested to see I'm at this point I'm thinking with uh how sleepy Digimon has made me I'm going to just go back to this I think and then play Digimon a little cuz I'm just feeling so much pressure to play Digimon. Yeah. And like it's so just so much reading. It's so much reading. And I guess once I listen to Seth talk about it a little bit maybe He'll tell me there's a little more, yeah. a little battling. It'll ignite something in you. Yeah, but I, I don't know yet. Uh, but It'll digivolve it, your soul. Talking about it right now makes me more excited to get back to it than even the thought of playing Digimon right now. Uh, which sounds rough because I love Digimon so And I know much. that you were so, super excited for years now to get your hands on Survive. Yeah. So, um, just, you know, this live a live game has something to it. Oh, I'm excited to, I'm excited to beat it. It has a lot of charm to it. Yeah. And it's like, it's a game that I could fully like recommend to anyone, I think, because of how uncomplex, like, I don't want to say simple, even though it's true. I I just want to, I want to say uncomplex because I feel like that. Like simple is kind of can be taken as kind of derogatory. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you. But like, but it it it's so. I think it's very beginner friendly. Um, like it, it does kind of fall into the trap of not really explaining stuff, as as Forrest said. Uh, but but in the end, a lot of those mechanics end up not mattering. Like, the, the lack of explanation doesn't come back to hurt you all that often. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's very much a game that uh, it, it's got a lot of charm, and it's, it's just, you know, really fun to do. Heck, yeah. Although, I will say, I w- playing, um, coming down to it, I was like, okay, I, I've played, most recently played The Twilight of Edo Japan, which is this uh, fun ninja story where you sneak through this um, Japanese castle um, with the goal of releasing this prisoner who will help overthrow this kind of tyrannical guy who's trying to, you know, keep war going on in Japan so he can reap the benefits. Um, And it's got a cool, like, it's got a cool thing that you don't, it it says from the outset you don't have to fight people. which is fun, and it, and it makes it, it kind of removes that, okay, I don't need to necessarily worry about a bunch of these enemy encounters. But also at the same time, they as you go deeper into the castle, the enemies do, prog- do get progressively more powerful. And if you want to be able to fight them, you kind of have to. You have to take out some, some people that maybe you didn't otherwise want to. Um, but it, it so I was going through that, and there were times where I would get in fights, and just get like annihilated pretty quickly because I Same. I, was uh, t- I was I was not I was not tough enough. 
I was texting in the Discord about that when I when I first started it and uh, thinking back on it, I think that the Twilight story may be the most complex that the gameplay and the like level or world layouts have gotten out of the three eras that yeah. I've played so far. Like I there was Absolutely. never really any backtracking that I had to do unless if I made a mistake and fell through a pit back down to the prison. Um, compared to like the far future one where there was so much backtracking and going back and forth between different uh, areas of the ship and it like it really kind of hampered my enjoyment of the far future uh, story mm-hmm. because it wasn't as um, I guess well crafted as well. well. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't as well crafted. As, yeah, um, the, but the, like the story the, was really good though. It was just the the way that I had to literally go back and forth between like three certain rooms to facilitate experiencing that story was a bit of a problem for me. Yeah, it's. Um, it's definitely like really labyrinthine. Um, the castle is, uh, but also very kind of compact. Yeah, um, it's so fun it's, to figure it's out. Easy to get from right. That like I actually in playing it there at at some point I was like it, it reminded me of like playing Sekiro and <laughs> um, going into some of those those areas for the first time. And be like, okay, how the heck do I maneuver around this place? Yeah, uh, but you know, in in kind of a two D two D space. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a for sure a a, a very cool thing, um, and I and I like the idea that you could kind of and I'm pretty sure there's multiple ways to go through, like the the order that you can do stuff in, um, because one of the things there's after you defeat after you finish every like piece of the game every little story there's a, a a credit roll that show that also has a bunch of you know scenes from the um the story you just played and in in that one specifically there are a bunch of scenes that I did not get to experience I think just because of the the order that I did stuff in um I don't know that I'm going to go back and play it again but uh I I think that one that that one seems is feels like the most tightly designed space yeah um and then, it, and it's funny compared to the future, which has a kind of typical um, overworld style, overworld town style um, world, where you there's specific locations in a in a big uh, town map that you travel through, uh, and it's very it's got a very kind of earthbound feel, which was fun too. This but yeah, live alive. I'm I'm definitely. I'm excited to get I'm back. I'm definitely to it once living alive. <laughs> yep. Yes. They can quote me and put that on the That's next uh, yeah. set it, of it uh, cannot be argued boxes they print that you are not living alive. God, put that on the back of the box. Yeah. I'm definitely living alive. <laughs> Forest <laughs> suplex system. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeez. We have, an, we have fun here. What an odd, like, of all random Japanese-only games to finally get released in America. I know. This is it. 
I'm happy for and it. I'm happy. Though. I'm not mad about it. I, it is. It it yeah. it, it honestly like, has me I, wanting. I was thrilled about it. It has me wanting more studios to experiment with like this short form storytelling format for RPGs because you don't see that really. I would say Delta Rune is the closest we have right now to like just a short story that is pretty quick to get through and then go on to something else. But like a collection of them would be great, like Live Alive. Yeah, I indeed. I saw a tweet over the weekend. I don't know how much I fully agree with it, but I figured I'd throw it out to y'all. Like, just uh, someone saying that playing this game, and I guess they've been kind of going on like a renaissance of playing older uh, 2D RPGs, but just seeing how 3D kind of messed with the medium for a while and how they were more they were experimenting with 2d more and more and then kind of 3d made them like restart the experimentation yeah back from square run in a lot of cases uh yep and it is that's true is interesting it's it that was it and this is definitely a game that shows that because it's (laughs) trying out grid stuff and also the size of the monsters like seth was saying with the diff like figuring out size and everything and yeah, I didn't have too much to say because y'all were saying it, and <laughs> you also had played similar chapters to me. And um, I just can't wait, Seth, for Seth to play the ultra horny caveman chapter. Um, that was weird. There's, I'm sure I will at some point. And there's so crafting in it worry. too. Yes, for Ooh, some reason. Crafting? That's the is thing. there crafting in the other chapters that y'all played or no? Not for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's crafting in it for some reason, Seth. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's the thing I really like about each of these stories, though, is that there are, like, really specific niche things about them yeah. that, like, you won't find in any of the other stories. And it it makes each one, like, unique in its own really cool, memorable way. Um, but then, of course, like, sometimes that may lead to a story not clicking with you as well as others have because it doesn't have a mechanic right. in it that you... Of course. You may struggle with in other games that utilize that same mechanic. Yeah. True. But, um, so is that all you've been playing for us? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. I No, not unfortunately. <laughs> I played less than you. So don't... I mean, this I, may be a first. <laughs> I had it's the first time in a while that I, I've been like, every time I've tried to grab my switch, it just every bit of energy leaves my body. And no, that's I, fair. I can't. Um, but but talking about live alive has gotten me excited. So maybe maybe I'll pop that in, and see if I can make some. Because really, I got to make progress before Splatoon three comes out. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about in the second half of the show. Um, but that's a day one digital buy for me. Because uh, I know, Absolutely. Uh, especially my issue with Splatoon 2 was switching out the cartridge. Uh, so I'm going to buy it digital. And I think that will increase the lifeline, uh, lifetime of me playing Splatoon 3. Actually, speaking of cartridges, I had to get a new Switch case that could hold more. Because oh. of Live Alive 
and I bought Xenoblade 3 <laughs> to, to start <laughs> after this, which is probably a really bad idea. Um, but, I say it's a wonderful idea. But yeah, so now I, I have too many. Seth has started that. I have too many cards. No, I have My previous case, so I had to buy a new one the other day. So that's yeah. fun. <laughs> um, so Seth, tell us about your adventures with Takuma and his friends in Digimon Survive. Um, where I'm at, well, I just looked at these red lilies and a. Uh, there's some weird uh, tomfoolery happening by me going through this tunnel and some... I think I've gone into another dimension. I may have. Another maybe dimension? a digital uh, world? Or maybe a digital world. Um, or a ghost dimension? I don't know. It's very weird. Um, I think there has to be some time stuff happening. Uh, I, I know that Seth can't give, me, give away too much. Um, but... But go ahead. I can't so. and won't. Yeah. Um, actually, I might. Because uh, so, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very conflicted about this game. Um, just on the outset, I don't think it's a good game. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What a way to start. I, so, of course, like, I don't have a huge, as I, as I talked about when I was talking about playing Yurukil, I don't have, like, a huge... Um, history of playing visual novels. Um, but I do, like, as a visual novel, I think this game mostly succeeds for me. That I think that it's really, really slow to start out. Um, and I think the, like, the interface, um, as in, like, the way you interact with the space that you're in and how you move around to different spaces, it's it's super clunky, um, and it takes a long time to do stuff. Um, and in a lot of cases, it, it seems kind of like superfluous to even have all of these options like in a space. So you can go in a room and, and you can um, get Takuma, the main character, to comment on to like there there will be objects of interest around a room and if you click on one Takuma will comment on them um and a lot of but in general a lot of those they're just kind of trite very obvious observations that don't do anything to like build up you know the world or the story or anything right and there's just tons of those um and Often and also in those rooms are, um, you know, people that you can talk to, uh, and I I don't know I th- I just in playing it I was reminded of my play my time playing Triangle Strategy, which is, um, one could argue also kind of like a visual novel. Um, certainly, it's not presented in the same way. Because everything in Triangle Strategy happens kind of like on the game grid. Um, and of course, um, the a regular visual novel has is generally like beautiful handcrafted environments and stuff. And, and for sure, the game is very, very good looking. Like it opens up with this full um, animated cutscene that 
looks as good as Digimon ever has. Um, and all of the like all of the character portraits are great and they have ton there's like tons of different variations depending on um, the like situations and there's tons of like beautiful beautifully drawn areas that you're going to so it's it's certainly a 2d visual like a, a an animated visual spectacle um, but like it's at it's like I said, it's super clunky for sure. Um, yeah. And a lot of it could be streamlined. But like I was saying with, with Triangle Strategy, like there are a lot of the same things where you are in intermission times before battles and there's a lot, a lot of dialogue. Um, but you don't have to go through countless menus to go to where different characters are to talk to them. They're all, it's, um, you know, they're, you can just walk through those spaces. And again, it, it's different philosophies of game design. And I don't know that one is necessarily better than the other, but certainly one is a lot, is a lot more streamlined. And I think this one could be a lot more streamlined. Um, I did notice when I went into the menu, uh, one of the times that like, there was like 15 felt, it felt like there's like 15 slider, or 15 slides of options that I could mess with. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is excessive. I, yeah, it's... I haven't felt the need to, like, toy with those for the most part. Um, I don't know. It's... it's. I'm sure th- there are things... Th- the stuff there can kind of help, but none of it really helps to kind of speed up the the navigation through this stuff and right. there there is a lot of of reading that you have to do uh the game is fully voiced for the most part um but of course it's all in japanese so you're going by the uh the text the the localized text that you're reading um as far as the characters are concerned concerned i mostly like them um they they fit a lot of the the you know, the, the archetypal characters that you see in every Digimon series. Uh, you know, you got the, 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 the main protagonist who's got the glasses and is the leader. You've got the kind of stuck-up older guy and, and the young girl who's kind of annoying and the, and the brash teen. And, um, uh, and there, but there are some that are just like... Um, the problem is they do a lot of standing around openly talking about how enemies are coming and they don't want to do anything. Um, so for a large part of the story, it's uh, the, they can be kind of not unlikable, but it's just kind of like, all right, can we, you, I, as the player know, where this like I can see where the story is going. So why are you making the characters like fight me in order to progress it? Um, there are like speci- there there are a couple specific characters who are um, in there to create friction, uh, and I can kind of appreciate it because um, as I found out later, your the, their specific fates like are directly tied to the way you act, like, in dialogue, how your character and the rest of the characters treat them. 
Oh, um, okay. For me, both of, both of them were killed, which was uh, very uh, unsettling. And this game, as I found out, the, this game is, is pretty brutal. Uh, it is also not afraid to just kind of kill people uh, left and right. Um, it's a, it's, it's. I mean, it's a super dark game. It it takes the premise of, you know, any Digimon show where a bunch of kids on vacation get sucked into an alternate world, um, but in those, they're you know they're all kind of lighthearted about it. And in this one, from the beginning, it's kind of they're everyone's very dour. Oh, I don't know if dour is the right word, but it's it's. They all, <laughs> I think they all kind of understand the weight of what is happening that like oh we're stuck here and can maybe never get home and there's monsters that are trying to kill us <laughs> whereas in other digimon series they like they maybe don't address it directly in they that don't kind dread of so uh, in much. that kind of way <laughs> right they're, they're like oh this is fun we get partners and we're exploring um <laughs> outside of the the kind of uh, I don't know the the less carefree attitude of actually reckoning with what is happening. Um, the so the other as I I remember uh, talking about this like the the creators came out at one point and they're like this game is seventy percent visual novel and thirty percent like tactical battling game, and you know there was a lot of lament over that and it is it definitely is true. Um, playing the game, though I, though honestly, with what the the battle system is, I hesitate to even say that it's like thirty percent. It's definitely thirty percent of the time that you're spending, but it's really not. Um, it's just, it's just there. Um, like it's great for seeing really good. Uh, sprites uh, or they're not really sprites because they're all kind of hand-drawn animations uh, but ha like having these really good Digimon uh, animations on this grid fighting each other like it it, it visually it looks very fun but it's super basic there's, there's not really any challenge it, to it at all I've as far as I am in the game I've gotten to the point where I've set it on auto battle um, every single time um, and so it's just kind of, I don't know, for me, it's, I, like, I'm glad the game got made, um, and I am enjoying it to the extent that I enjoy things that are Digimon, um, and I know they intentionally, like, they wanted to do something different after coming off of the Cyber Sleuth games, and I also know this game was delayed a million times, and they said they had to basically re remake like eighty percent of the game at one point. So it's good that, to me. It's good that this game is out, but I just think like it's it's really lacking in a lot of stuff that like even directly comparing it to Cyber Sleuth, um, I think that has like better characterization, better um, interaction between characters and. Um, better Digimon collecting elements, uh, like a a more fun battle system. So it's just kind of it's kind of a bummer on on a lot of on a lot of uh, 
facets. Like, are you are you telling one me thing to that trade seemed... this in ASAP? <laughs> Is that? I mean, I'm not going to tell you that. I because I think it. There is a point where it, it does start get to it. It gets moving a little more quickly, but at the same time, I don't. I just where I'm at, I don't know that the story is good enough because you know there's it's just a bunch of stuff that I've seen before with kind of a different skin. Um, and what the, like the one thing that I thought that seemed interesting was the the way. Like they touted at the be before um, the game came out that they had this system where your choices would determine the kind of evolution paths of your Digimon, um, uh, and of course the like the the easiest it, it makes it so the easiest choices to make results in Agumon going through his most like through the. Digivolution path that you that we all know and love, like Greymon, Metal Greymon, and the War Greymon, um, right, right. And and of course that's what I got. Um, I I'm not going to put the time in, but I do wonder because I think you have to intentionally be trying to get some of the other ones, um, because like I where I was just at, of course there was a point where Omnibond came out, um, which requires there to be a war Greymon, but there is a way there's like a path that you can go to where you never unlock war Greymon. and so i'm wondering like i wonder how some of these story beats would happen had i played uh takuma as a different type of person um but it's like i'm not just like with the characters that died i'm not going to like go back and 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 redo all of this stuff um Unless there was like a like a, a super fast forward mode, um, which is so it, it's something like I'll have to leave to looking on, um, you know, YouTube let's plays and stuff. Uh, but it's also kind of annoying because that, so that's only there for Agumon, because like you aren't really controlling the actions of the other characters, and. All of the other characters have like scripted first Digimon sequences, um, which are kind of. A lot of them are kind of bad. Um, like the general idea is that you know, in, in a time of crisis or when the main character shows their resolve to fight through a thing, like that's when their partner gets the strength to evolve into a, a stronger form. Um, but in some of them, it just kind of happens because, okay, we're at an important plot point and we need someone, like, someone hasn't evolved yet, so this will be the time they do it. Right. It's kind of, it's, there, there are times where it's like, this is, this is weird. Like, you were focusing on this other person, and now I'm going into this battle with this other Digimon, and, now, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess they're going to evolve now, even though... The whole story leading up to them wasn't about them, um, and you know it's 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 all of that stuff is not done great. And then it it appears like I think I figured out now that unlocking the further evolution forms depends on like the your your affinity with those characters, which. Um, 
Like, you raise affinity with characters by selecting the right responses in different, like, dialogue prompts. And it's... And the... The the prompts... I, I wonder if it's clear in Japanese. Um, but it's so... It's always so vague when you're looking at, okay, there's three prompts. Uh, t- there's three or four choices to choose from. And none of them are what I really think this, the character would react like in this moment. And they're all kind of weird, vague, and don't really say anything. And so it's it can be hard to figure out in those moments to select the right things to increase those um, affinities. So it's just... I don't know. It's it's uh, I think a good idea, but not really, you know, not really executed on very well. Um, yeah. And outside of that, there are like you can you can go into free battles, and there's kind of uh, like you can talk to in in specific battles, you can talk to enemy Digimon, uh, and also go through like a three question. Uh, like a, a Q&A thing with them. And if you select the right ones, you'll have a, the option to, you can either ask them to give you an item or you can ask them to join your team. And there's like a, you, there's, it's like a percentage uh, success chance. Um, but in the end, it's kind of like, I don't know. I, where I'm at in the, in the game like I only ever want to have my main characters out on the field and getting experience. So I um actually that's not true. I, I did today I uh unlocked uh Bielzamon and so he's kind of taken the place of one of the characters who I have not unlocked any further uh evolutions for but uh, outside of their champion form. Well, that's because um, Beelzebub is the boy, right? Uh, so we got to have him in there. Exactly. Um, so, like, like I said, it kind of fails as a collecting game, and I don't know. It's just, it's not really a disappointment to me because I, I'm glad the game exists and they tried to do something different, but it is, in a, a lot of times, not fun to play. It sounds um, like you don't enjoy it. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. It, like, it's, yeah, like it sounds I, like you're really there are trying to times talk that yourself I do. into it. Well, there. I mean, like, look, I don't think it's good, um, but there are times that I have been engrossed in the story, um, and you know, other times where I'm like, okay, I don't, I'm just gonna put this down and not play it for a while. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not great. It's not a great game. Um, I don't think it's worth, like the, the story is worth the kind of effort it takes to play through it. Um, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my, that's what I got on, on Digimon Survive. And it's, yeah, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of, kind of bleak. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. I wanted to like this. I wanted I wanted it to grab me because yeah, I was me Digimon. too. And it uh, it just did. It, it's not. And I I'm gonna try to at least get past the prologue, but I'll tell you I'm like an hour in an hour in. I'm still in the prologue, and I don't 
like I don't know if I'm reading too many things or like maybe I should just talk to the people with the exclamation points on them. Uh, but it's it's just it feels very tedious. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. So it's it's not super uh, well designed. Apparently, um, apparently, the physical that, run definitely not definitely at least definitely in the in the in the the beginning. Um, apparently, the physical run was really limited. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I might see how much it sells for on eBay uh, to see <laughs> if anyone before I trade it in because it uh, right. it apparently is more so meant as a digital game. I don't understand charging $60 uh, for this game, but, um, I mean, I do like, I mean, it's y- pr- the amount of time that they spent on development. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's, I get it. I may, I guess I just feel that way also. Cause it's not really for me. Like I, I want it to be right. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Like this, it's one of those things where, you wonder, like when you, when you hear a developer openly come out and say they had to rework the majority of the game, it does make you wonder. Well, I wonder what the plan for, like, what was the game that they had planned that just didn't work? Yeah, and how is like what caused this to be the end result that they got to? Um, I don't know. I think in another in another universe this is a good game um if like i don't know like i think they're if it was a more like combat oriented thing and if if they got if if the the interface the way that you progress the story wasn't so clunky and maybe it was just rather than like having a bunch of different screens that you have to go through if it all was if it all just kind of happened automatically and i could just like listen to the characters talk and 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 choose my dialogue choices when i am prompted uh rather than have to go from one screen to the other it's not really fair because there are there are times where the order in which you interact with stuff does matter um and as the game goes on, like you, you have these, you know, these kind of free action phases, where you decide who you get to. You have a limited number of of actions, and you get to decide who you want to talk to and like who you want to progress your, you know, relationship with. Right. Um, and that the like the amount of choices you has diminishes with each each new one that that comes up. And so there's like. I I could see where getting rid of that like the interface as it is could maybe remove some of that stuff, but I think there's probably still a way a way you can implement that without it in in the current form that it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 too bad that the game is what it is. Um, but I'm pretty sure I'm close to finishing, and we'll see what happens. I saw that it's about 27 hours. That's the that's the average how long to beat. Um, so if you're close to that, 
you know, you probably are. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Well, um, that went like I thought it would. So I, um, I'm excited to talk about the news next. And we'll be right back after the break. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, so uh, first, I think Seth has an important update of something that he's watched that I feel like we need to speak about. Seth, what have oh, you watched? Oh, yes. I, uh, the other day, watched um, Uncharted, Ooh. the movie. Not the not a bunch of cutscenes from the, the video games. Um, and I, of course, have not played any of the Uncharted games and know nothing about the characters okay. uh, or the story. Um, I do know that the main guy is voiced by that one dude um, who Nathan. did show up in the movie. It was kind yes. of funny. For like two seconds, uh, oh, Nathan wait. Fillion. Yep. Not Nathan Fillion. Nathan. Not Nathan Fillion. Oh, God. It's not Nolan Nathan. North. Nathan is Nolan the name. North. Nolan North. Jesus. Not Nathan Sorry, every time um, I think about an Uncharted movie, I think, man, Nathan Fillion would have been really good for that role. And then I just, my brain just sticks on that. Mm, yeah, so well, that's my being. correct, and you should feel bad about I it. I mean, I don't, I mean, I corrected myself. No thanks to either of you. <laughs> Usually we're very good about correcting you. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's on us. I had to, I had to, I had to carry. I'm sorry. I had to bear the weight this time of correcting myself. <laughs> Um, so Seth, what did you think of this movie? I I mean, I guess uh, I should watch it now too because it's on Netflix. So uh, it is on Netflix. Th- I actually uh, thought it was very good. Not very good, but it was very <laughs> enjoyable. Um, you know, it was just kind of a an Indiana Jones movie, basically, or a National Treasure type movie. Not as good as those, but yeah, uh, I, I like, think it's very I thought, mid. I thought I thought Tom Holland's performance was good. I thought um, Sophia Ali was very good. Um, and I thought uh, old Marky Mark fit in quite well. I, kn- I know that people were like upset about his casting for some reason. Again, I don't know why. Um, but I thought he did a good job. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. So sue me, Forrest. I, I, I I'll see listen. you in court. I think yeah. also the you money have to the understand. time for that. Uh, Forrest, you saw it in theaters, I imagine. Yes. Okay. There is a different bar <laughs> there, yes. of quality sometimes, <laughs> whether you are deciding to sit down and watch a movie on Netflix. And sh- <laughs> compared to going to going a special place to and shelling money theater. for it. Because I Very think, true. Because uh, I know this isn't video game related, but I think the live-action Aladdin is pretty dang good and that's because i saw it at home and did it go out of my way same to see it in a theater but i know that some people that i know that went out of their way to see it in the movie theater was like it's a waste of time uh and i feel like that's sort of the disconnect maybe happening here between that's possible 
It was aight. Aladdin. Yeah. I enjoyed uh, Will Smith in it. Yeah, it's no SNES version of Aladdin, that's for sure. <laughs> Which but, is, of course, the best version of Aladdin yeah. ever. But uh, but yeah. it is good. As, as we all know and all agree. <laughs> Unanimously. Um, so, but yeah, I'm glad to hear, Seth, that Uncharted is s- at least a solid, like, C plus, B minus. Yeah, very, very, I'll give it a, I'll give it a B. I'm upset to hear, but Seth. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to play off of David's. He's glad to hear. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm watch sad this to movie. hear. I'm. I listen. And you know, like it's. <laughs> it, it, I. I bet. like it's fine. It doesn't do anything ex- like extremely interesting to me, but it's also yeah. not executed badly. You know. Right. There's nothing. Certainly nothing to write home about. Um. But like it's not, it's not. A, it's 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 just a completely watchable movie. I really uh, and think, I, and that I think that's all it's trying to be. I think it'll really grease my wheels for watching National Treasure: Edge of History on Disney Plus when it comes out. When is that coming out? This year. It's the TV show that has Riley in it, so it at least is bringing over Riley from the okay, movies. and 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 only Riley. Yeah, I mean, I bet you, I would, I would bet that Nicolas Cage shows up a little bit, just a little, just a little. But we can hope, but I don't think he's going to. Do you think he'll steal the Statue of Liberty? Listen, eventually? if they apparently they've confirmed that Harvey Keitel's going to show up. If Harvey Keitel is showing up, then they're probably going to get Nicolas Cage to highly like, say hello to probable. the kids or something. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, man, it'll, it'll give me like, oh, look, that's like 75% of what I want. And then National Treasure is coming and Indiana Jones. It's priming me up for more adventure things. I keep forgetting that there's an Indiana Jones in the works. It's not in the works. It's already filmed. Well, I know, but I I mean like in the pipeline. Yeah, it's coming. Ugh. Whether or not you want it to. And we're getting that video game eventually. From uh, Bethesda. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> There's too much. Crap. What? Seth. Uh, that, was a, that was like teased like two years ago. I think at this point. We should be getting something on that this next year hopefully. For sure. Seth, are you still there? Yeah. Oh, good. I, I was just, just letting y'all talk. <laughs> I'm just making sure we didn't lose you. I'm... I'm Because, you know, we're not going to get an Uncharted soon because Neil is so enthused with this TV show and remaking Last of Us for the eighth time. So, like, I mean, it's Uncharted has been... What? It's important work. It is important work. Uh, just wait until he re-releases The Last of Us Part Two as a two-part story where they actually split it up in the two sections, uh, like Pokemon, and you choose an Abby or a... I can't remember the mm. two girls' names. Allie. Yeah. Where you choose <laughs> their two stories, uh, like Pokemon editions. Jesus. Um, 
It's the director's cut. Yeah. That's what it'll be called. Um, part A and part E. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't think... Uh, I'm giving that more than it deserves. Uh, but good. Um, so let's let's talk about the news instead of this dumb foolery. This, uh, these shenanigans. Yeah. Um, speaking of when is that Indiana Jones game coming, we might see something, possibly. Uh, Gamescom is coming up, opening night live, and Microsoft is going to have a thing at it. Gamescom um, is coming up. Yes. Uh, August 23rd at 2 p.m. Eastern Time is opening night live. Oh, that's very soon. Remember that uh, it's 2 p.m. our time because it's set in Germany. So this that's you may be confused why it's opening night live at 2 p.m. during the day here in America. Uh, it's because it's nighttime in Germany. Uh, and then Xbox's thing is at on August 25th at the same time. Uh, so... You know, maybe Sony will have a thing. Uh, I'm assuming possibly because God of War is soon. So they've got to be showing off that. And, you know, it's Gamescom, which is like the a mini. It's, it's, the, it's the burst of gaming news between <laughs> E3 and the Game Awards. Yeah. So, you know. That's what we got. Gamescom and uh, Tokyo Game Show really fill that space before yeah. the Game Awards. And, and Gamescom was where they announced the Halo date last year. So that's also, like, Xbox has had big announcements at Gamescom yeah. before. So, you know, we'll see what we get there. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 has a release date of yeah, it does. December 20th, 2024. Um, what about Ant Love Knuckles? to see it. Love to uh, He'll, he'll was, be in it. it yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. can imagine it being called Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. I or Sonic s- 3 and Knuckles, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I could see would that. Be. I mean, they already made the bit when they announced the Knuckles show. I think on the same day that... Like, within the same announcement for Sonic God, 3. I wonder when that Knuckles show is coming, then. Maybe, was that on Paramount or on HBO? Paramount. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Okay. It's not part <laughs> of the <laughs> great purge of HBO Max. I don't want to get into that. Yeah. Um, that would be sad. Yeah, it would be sad. Um, thank you, based Sonic and Knuckles, for being on Paramount. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Uh, big fan of those first two movies, and ready for the third one uh it was exciting to see everyone get excited about the release date yeah um as like we always knew there was a third one being made but you know by putting down a release date you you at least had something to look forward to um so Indeed. uh midnight suns was delayed again Sad. Again. Again. Maybe I, I wonder to, what the deal with this game is. I know. I wish I knew. Because it's, it's supposed so to come weird because October. Firaxis is like a fairly good set of developers, yeah, right? Like, right. They they know what they're doing, especially with these types of games. So it's really weird so that it's, just, it's coming yeah, off it's, like it's they don't know what they're doing. Or just like maybe, of course, there are like probably things that have come up during development that we will never know about until like a right. no-clip documentary 10 years from now. Yeah. Um, but... 
it's it, it is kind of sad seeing this news again. I was looking forward to it, but alas, later it'll come at some point. It will. Um, it could be twenty twenty three. They just said at by the end of the fiscal year, which theirs goes until March. Yeah. So, uh, mo- most do. Yeah. So um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, uh, you know, at Evo. I guess um, they showed the footage of uh, they they showed the Kazuya Smash trailer, and, and uh, they, that's and a odd just way being, of putting it. I'm just being a jerk. Uh, yeah, uh, a little facetious. Uh, In a sense. And at the end of the Kazuya Smash trailer, uh, they yelled, God. "Everyone's here!" And then Kazuya turned lifelike, uh, and he punched everyone in the crowd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as Seth and I are known to do, um, <laughs> is to punch everyone. I'm uh, confused what part of the things you're talking about are real or not. Yeah, so... Okay, so there is a trailer where... It shows, Kazuya, like, the Tekken 1 ending of... It's literally the Smash trailer, Seth. No, it's so not Kazuya literally the Smash trailer. walking up to a volcano... It's the Tekken 1 ending. And, and he tosses Heiachi off of, the, off of the cliff, and okay. he looks at the camera, and he smiles... And then during the Zebo trailer, it like does it does that he does the smile, but then like the graphics change to like right, a okay. modern thing. Yes, and, yeah. This, like, was, this was this was an, the announcement of the new, the new game, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I feel like this is that's what we were missing I, in that kernel of information is what was, actually was happening. I was getting to you it. were off and the rails. Forrest wouldn't let me get to you. It. Were off the rails. You were out of control. He was mad that I was making fun of a video game that he likes. It's so, not allowed that's here. That's a bold claim. It's not allowed. It's fun. not allowed here to make fun of things people like. Nope. <laughs> Tekken is fun, but I don't know if I'd say I'm a fan. I don't know if that's a rule that's ever been followed on yeah, the show. Yeah, it's absolutely uh, not. Uh, um, uh, we could wreck on it. Yeah, we could gaslight people. <laughs> we've never made fun of anyone. Uh, it's true. <laughs> no one can prove that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, the next Tekken game is coming. Uh, there was no information it's probably not Tekken X Street Fighter yeah no (laughs) never that's uh, never happening yeah but all it said was like I think like next or something and then that was it that was it yep so Uh, I've I've seen some people theorizing that maybe it's a Tekken reboot but then others are like but Tekken 7 ended in a very specific way that like needs to be continued story wise so I assume it'll probably just be a continuation um I'm hoping it is. I'm not a fan of dropped plot threads, to be honest. Uh, but we know. Yeah, but... But we'll never tell you. I'm not going right. to down this road. <laughs> it's a fighting game. What? I mean, like, Mortal Kombat has a dedicated front-to-back story mode lately, but, like, does, does Tekken have that now? Yes. Okay. okay it is, it has had it, I would say, longer than Mortal Kombat has. Right, I'm not saying like a character's story. Like no, I mean like a dedicated someone. one. Okay, like there's right, a th- that's fine. There's, there's I, I believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you. <laughs> um, Doesn't sound like you do. 
I know that Street Fighter has it. Street Fighter yeah, just... Yeah, Street... Uh, that's, yeah. that's very loose. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I believe you. Um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is getting next-gen versions, so that's there's probably not going to be a second one of that game for a while. If they're going out of their way to release a next-gen yeah. version for this game now, like this long after release... Um, and yeah. it's also getting like roll rollback net rollback net code. Yep. That's the hot, the hot it. topic of this. Yeah. Evo. Well, I also when I remember when rollback was uh, a thing that Walmart did on their prices. <laughs> yeah. And now fighting games are doing it with their net code. Yeah. Who knows if it's good for the economy? <laughs> Who knows if it's viable in this yeah. market? Every if everyone gets it, it's not special anymore. Yeah. Um, but also, um, Arc System Works, who's the developer of Fighter Z, has also come out to say, um, within the last week, I think it may have been like hand in hand with this statement, is that they are looking to branch out into other, like working with other people's IPs, as well as like still pushing their own stuff, like Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue, but uh, working with other stuff too, like they have with Fighter Z. Um, and I think there's something else that I'm missing in there. Um, but, yeah, uh, Arc System Works is, like, I would say probably the best fighting game developer right now. If they want to stick their hands in other pies, I think they should be allowed to. Maybe. They should probably make a proper Marvel vs. Capcom 4 at this point. Ooh, baby. They got the style for it. That would be something else. Yeah. Or even, like, other animes I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, I think, so when I read that statement, I was like, oh, they could do a My Hero Fighter. Or just do an anime fighter that's better than the Jump Force. Yes, so that's that's the one that I saw the most in response to it, was they should do a 2D Jump Force fighter, because, you know, by them it'd actually be good. make it good. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'd be very down for, especially if they throw in some newer jump rep into it, um, with, like, the Jump Plus series that are going on right now. It'd be awesome. Just want to play as my boy Rengoku, or like Deku. You know, just characters from anime. Want to play as like. Mirio? I don't know mm. what that is. Oh boy, Mirio from that would be so my fun. hero, Lemillion. And they, oh yeah, they absolutely. Ab- they absolutely would make him work too. That'd be great. Oh yeah, they See, would. You didn't say you guys say Lemillion. I don't know their names like like that. That's I just he's my he's my favorite character in that series. Yeah. He is great. Um, yeah, he's real good. Um, yeah, I I've been re I've been catching up on my hero. Uh, I got stopped by some of the stuff I've been watching. Aside from that, but yeah, I would like a, a good video game of My Hero Academia. <laughs> Which is why I'm kind of hoping that that Battle Royale is fun. I was about to say, uh, um, that Battle Royale is going to be the best My Hero game, probably yeah, for a while. Probably. Um, so, besides all that, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 hired a lead writer. What? <laughs> oh my god. I'm not even joking. No way. <laughs> they, they did. It's How dare they? Ubisoft is playing the long game with all these games. I, Skull and Bones is finally coming out. Uh, maybe <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> listen. I there was a time where I thought 
Skull and Bones was going to become the next Beyond Good and Evil 2. Hey. Look at it. I'm glad. I, I guess I'm glad it now. I don't know. Which Who one is going to come out first? Or which one is going to come out in a better state? <laughs> they got a higher quality. Oh, it's going to... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they hired a lead writer. Someone did the Twitter thing where they changed their job in the bio. Yeah. And, and it was about Skull. It was about Beyond Good and Evil 2. This... Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is Ubisoft's blank check. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, pretty much. Um, so I, I would love to ask both of you a question. So we okay. all know about... You're allowed uh, to. Of, we all know about uh, Koch Media. The K-O-C-H Media. Oh, the, Cook Media. Cook Media. What? They changed their name because people were not saying their name correctly. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, I I want you to... I don't know how to say it correctly, but I'm going to spell it for you, and then I'll tell you what I think it is. So the new name is spelled P-L-A-I-O-N. And so... So Plyon? I'd say Plyon. I think it's Plyon. Or ply on. Like huh. it's a weird but it is it definitely can't be said cock. <laughs> like they're all <laughs> good. Uh which they probably didn't appreciate. Uh well what a bunch of fuddy duddies. So if people want to call it cock media, they still will. Yeah, and it, that's a valid pronunciation <laughs> of the word. Uh so you know, they took the fun out of it, I no. guess. And, you know, that's how it goes. They changed their name because they said people couldn't get how to say their name right. They're all play and no yeah, fun. Yeah, that's, that was the problem. Yeah, that was the problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, let's talk uh, about the, the two showcases that happened within the last two weeks. Um, we'll talk about the Splatoon one first. Um, Splatoon 3 had a direct today. And the main point uh, about the whole thing is that uh, Splatoon now is a trading card game built into the game. Uh, and that's oh, yeah, what I'm going to play. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> If you thought I was buying Splatoon 3 to play your Turf Wars, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm getting booster you packs. Wrong. I'm getting booster packs, and I'm going to play that trading card game. And you're all going to lose. It's, it's very exciting. That's so true. I'm going to be ranked somehow. <laughs> I'm going to play it too much. We love a collectible card game inside of another game. Yeah. That's the... I mean... They're always surprisingly good. It's... You know, you love it when a, a mini game ends up better than the actual game. And that's the case of Horizon like a, Forbidden West. That's like Triple Triad in Final Fantasy VIII. I mean, yeah. that's a great game. <laughs> Seth won't concede that I it's know. I was really, he won't, he won't I was really that. hoping I got him there. <laughs> he won't do it. Uh, uh, but you, yeah. You, you, won't, you won't get me there. But I do, I do agree that Triple Triad is great. <laughs> so, so they did announce some, some other stuff. Um, they announced that be- all the weapons are back, and there's some new ones, including an ink sword and... 
uh, a bow and uh, arrow. An ink katana. Ink katana. Oh, it's and a katana. And an ink bow. Although and it's arrow. actually a, uh, it's a windshield wiper. It is. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, I like that. Um, they they've made it easier to play with your friends, which is great. Um, and yeah, all this stuff is coming back, and you can play as Octolings out the box this time instead of there being a DLC for it. Um, does Naturally. this did this do anything to sell the game more for you, Seth, or were you already in? Well, look, I was already in, right. uh, but certainly the card game looks great. Um, I think the the new like the three way splat fest look interesting. Yeah, did you watch um, this forest? I watched like the first ten minutes of it, and of then for some didn't. reason, Nintendo privated the <laughs> the the <laughs> live stream that they had, and then just uploaded a separate video of the direct instead of just having it be the same video. And I so I I lost interest unfortunately mm. because I was literally kicked <laughs> out the door. That's a shame. Uh, yeah. It is a shame. Looks cool, though. Looks like a lot of fun. Maybe I'll play it. Maybe. I haven't played any other Splatoon, so I know this would definitely be a good time to jump on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would. It would be perfect. But um, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a great game. I don't think this did anything to sell it for me. Um, just because I was so bought in already. Um, and especially because like, it felt like the first 10 minutes was just like, here's how to play Splatoon. And it was just the normal Splatoon right. rules. And yeah. That it, it is sort of a, that, that is a thing that Nintendo tends to do with games like this. Yeah. It's like, we got to catch up on all of the rules of the game in the uh, third iteration of this massively popular game. One thing that was good that they, I think, they didn't say it in the direct, but um, I think it's on the website, is that the uh, Salmon Run is now no longer time-locked. So you what? can play it whenever you want. Yeah. Wait, they, it, they sort of insinuated in it that it was still kind of time-locked because it said this is everyone's favorite part-time job, and I'm like, great, that's them saying it's time-locked again. So nope. it's it's not anymore? It is not. You better buy this game. Okay. This, this uh, game is good. David is physically assaulting me now over because Splatoon Run 3. Because is maybe <laughs> one of my favorite things I've played with Seth. And it was only available for like an hour and three minutes out of a day sometimes. That sucks. Yeah, that, that sucks so bad. But now that's not an issue. So, there, so to reemphasize also what Seth said earlier about the triple matchups i'm so curious how that's going to work out so on it the map four players from the team that's winning the Splatfest will be in the middle of the arena and then mm -hmm. on the outside is two players from the other team yeah from each other teams who are trying to do that a coordinated converge. attack I for, see right yeah but Ooh. but also are against each other it seems yeah yeah it's very strange. Kind of horrifying, especially for the team in the middle. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be chaos. I think it's going to be really fun, though. Chaos? Yeah, chaos. Um, <laughs> but everything about this game looks super fun. I'm really excited to play with this, 
the the ink katana that's that's probably going to be my next really my two fit my favorite guns in that game are the ink roller and the dualies the the like two smgs so i'm thinking that this katana might take the place of the ink roller possibly oh Mm. Uh, because i always use the ink roller as more of a get up on someone and use it as kind of a melee anyway because it's sort of a shotgun uh so this seems like it's more of a dedicated version of that um could be but it's a man this game looks good and they they also said i'm curious to see what this really means that this story mode is the finale of the story the end yeah i think that Uh. it's they implied that the so it'll probably be like the end of the inklings versus the octarians and yeah uh Whatever they so they also said that they there's going to be a they're gonna major have a lost DLC arc expansion as well. <laughs> um, so I would imagine like whatever the DLC ends up being is going to be against some different type of enemy. Right. Um. I'm I'm interested to see what the DLC looks like because they did say there's going to be large scale paid DLC and then other free drops. So Forest, in case you didn't know, and the other Splatoons, basically all the DLC was free. Yeah. Um, all the maps, stuff like that, and then <clears throat> in Splatoon two there was the big paid DLC, which essentially what you were paying extra for was to play as an Octoling. And do the, the story. It was a campaign. Yeah. That was extra. Um, so, yeah. And that campaign was fantastic and so well done. So, um, this is definitely a day one buy for me. If y'all want to play Splatoon with us, get in the Discord. Cause we oh, the they also announced, like, they've revamped the whole... There's, like, a party system now, essentially, where you can <laughs> intentionally join... Your friends' games. Oh, like, yes, this was a, a specific section. I believe it right. was. There's because a specific it's a section game. that you can go to, where, like, ghosts of your friends who are currently playing are hanging out, and you can like go up to them and join their join their game. Um, you know, it's it's just a thing that's like, hey, this should this is a thing that should have been a no brainer and been really easy to do, and now it is. Yeah. So you, you got to give them credit. For I think for the most part they appear to have addressed all of the issues here that yeah. people had. Yes. They they've addressed a lot and decided let's give these people a trading card game, which <laughs> I know. No one no one asked for it, but <laughs> no, we all were right. It. You're right. We no all secretly wanted it. it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right, Forrest. Yeah, I the, I didn't say that we that I didn't secretly want it. I just said nobody asked for it, and I left no it open ended. to ask for it. Exactly. Yeah. I was too busy seeing how good the game already looks, and I'm like, man, what? I'm I'm satisfied. <laughs> what yeah. else could be added? 
Enough, Forrest. <laughs> Enough. The uh, the the things you were saying are good, but the tone of your voice is <laughs> indicating that you're not being completely truthful. What? What do you mean? Are you? Are, am I, I not? I am mean I not what I genu- said. Am I not genuine? Forrest is being sassy, <laughs> and it's okay. All right, it's part of his charm. It is. Oh, um, thank you. So let's. Yeah, wasn't expecting a compliment. <laughs> you're, you're right. Um, N- now he now he feels bad. <laughs> I was caught off guard. Uh, let's talk about the uh, <laughs> the other one, the Pokemon. Yeah. One. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Oh yeah, and, I forgot about this. And it, I think it's because it happened like right after I got fired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was in the dark period for you. Yeah. Um. And uh, you, I think the, the main thing I took away from this was you got to get the legendaries like right away, right? You have to. I'm assuming. Yeah, it appears that you, you get them right off the bat because like, they're <laughs> horses, essentially. <laughs> essentially. They're your mount. And you ride, yeah, and you ride them around the region. Yeah, I, I imagine they're going to work in the same way that the... Um, like whatever the, yeah. the things were called in Arceus, yeah. that you will do stuff in the story that will allow them, that will give to them do different, uh, form, different traversal, traversal abilities. Options. Yeah, yeah. 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 It looks cool. Uh, I've uh, autocorrect changed the name of the region, and I can't remember the name of the region. Ah. I believe it's Paldia. Yes, yes. Paldia. It autocorrect changed it to Palmer. Uh <laughs> So mm, yes, the Palmer region. The Palmer region. Uh, Honestly, uh, a uh, professor a Palmer name. wouldn't have been bad. Yeah. But yeah, and there's uh, three story campaigns that you can play in any order. Yes, and also gems can be tackled in any order. I yes. think which so this is interesting because it's what uh, Assassin's Creed did. Uh, I in I imagine it was in Valhalla, but also in. The one before that, that there are like three separate storylines that you can take on in any order. Yeah, uh, and Odyssey. it kind of made me hate that hate those games. Oh, yeah, Odyssey. Um, I don't imagine it will make me hate this, uh, but it is. But I'm I'm glad there is like actual like story content that isn't going to be just uh, hey, these gyms. It is kind of a bummer and though. Hey, that this bad even even though you can do the. You can do the gyms in any order. There's like an actual like difficulty order, right? Ooh, there than is. Like, yeah. So there's there's going to be no matter what order, there's going to be one that's the easiest to do and one that's the hardest to do. Gotcha. Um, mm. Which is kind of a bummer. I think it would. I wish. I don't know why if they're going to do this, they don't make it so that it those scales. Gym leaders scale and difficulty with how many badges you have. So I think we also need a to... thing that Final Fantasy VIII did perfectly. <laughs> by the way, I think we also need to shout out that um, there's new weird gimmick where the Pokemon have terrestrial forms, which means they are crystal. Oh my god! Yes. Who? I'm going to assume it's the same word in Japanese, but who the heck 
comes up with the word terrestrialization. <laughs> I, Why not just call them crystallization? They turn yeah. into crystals. What are you making up this impossible to say and spell word? And then they shorthanded it to calling them their terraforms or something. Right. So just call them that. Yeah. The terra phenomenon instead of the terrestrialization phenomenon. Yeah. Just thinking about that word makes me upset. So, um, but yeah, there's a there's a new a new thing where you can, uh, it will it's like essentially taking the place of megas and um and dynamaxing, but yeah, your your Pokemon turns it all crystalline and gets a crown, um, and it powers right. up specific type attacks, and it can occasionally there, there change are, types on. On transforming, right. change the type of your, uh, which which I think is neat. That like, but again, it's just why did you call it that? <laughs> You're really hung up on that. I mean, it's not great. Also, I don't it's know why great. they don't just do. Yeah, it's it's it's. I wish they would. I mean, they kind of have been doing this with regional variants, but the card game a long time introduced a long time ago introduced the Delta variant. Um, yeah, which are just the same Pokemon but with different types. Why? Why haven't they just done that? I mean, this is sort of that, but except not. Um, and with these new terrestrial forms come new terrestrial raids, and Toby Fox did the music for them. Oh, I missed that part. Nice. Yeah, he tweeted nice. about it today. Nice. Always good to see that Toby Fox's music is showing up in random Nintendo properties. You love yeah, to see it. He's really That's probably like a lifelong yeah. dream of his. I know. He's 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 he's, he's probably living his best life right now and we love <laughs> it for him. Yeah. Um but uh there's also four player co op. Uh was that like Full yeah, four player, like the, throughout the, the whole thing, or like just for certain. I areas? think so. it, it seems. I, I don't know. Well, the whole game Probably is open world. Uh, yeah, like like even the towns are, um, and it seems to be like full drop in, drop out, co op at any time that you can run around uh, with your uh, with your friends and their legendary Pokemon, which is weird that you can just have four le- four legendaries driving around. As motorcycles, <laughs> it makes well, it not. So well, nice. one of them will drive around as a motorcycle. The other will just right. run around using. We'll its have legs. wheels, but we'll run. <laughs> we'll have, yeah, it's the Flintstones. Such a weird. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! It actually is. Such it a... is the Flintstones <laughs> because <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's the past version. Oh god! Oh my gosh! You know, sometimes you say something uh... just as a spur of the moment joke, and then it actually like hits you like a freight train with a realization. Yep. Love it. I'm not I don't gonna know. Get I the, think it, it. I'm gonna get the. I think it looks good. The actual. It does mic. look like they are. Um, you know, they've taken both Sword and Shield and and Arceus and kind of synthesized the two into one product. Yeah. Um, Still haven't said anything about whether you are able to throw Pokeballs at Pokemon without having to get into battles. Um, mm. I don't imagine they're going to bring that part back, uh, which would be a bummer, because that was God, one I of the things so. I loved the most about Arceus. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the things that kept me playing Arceus <laughs> as much as I yeah. 
I mean, I I enjoy normal battles, but good God, did that make it better? Yeah. Like, let me fight the things I want to fight. And let me just try and catch the things I don't care about fighting. Yeah. Yep. Like, it was great. But they probably won't bring it back. I hope. I hope. Um, once again, another showcase that was long and, like, it... It, it looked cool, but it didn't change my feelings on whether or not I was going to get it. I, I'm still going to get that game. That's fair. So, um, but it's not, I, it's not really a... <laughs> if you're going into the thing knowing you're already going to get it, it's not really fair for them to be like... for To have that expectation. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, was there any other news that I missed that you guys feel like should be brought up? You know, hmm. earlier today I had something. I was like, oh, I should mention this at the end of the show tonight. And now it's gone. I've got nothing. We got two new Street well, Fighter that's characters. A bummer. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't think you'd care about that. About them, uh, one, one of them, them is a returning character. One of them did the Akira slide, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, that that was Jury. Uh, she was in Street Fighters 4 and 5. Um She's a, a one of my best friends. That is his favorite character. Gotcha. Um, that is mm. his main in both four and five. So I assume that won't be any different for six. Um, and then the other character is a new one. I don't remember her name though. They but, should. Uh, they should just put Tetsuo into <laughs> Street Fighter and have him do the Akira slide. <laughs> uh, that That'd would be, be weird. <laughs> it would be weird. I don't know if he'd be a great hand. He'd be good at hand to hand combat. But he does have all those guns, so he'd probably do better. Did you guys in a see the non-street fighter fighting game? Yeah. Did you guys see um, the super punch out thing? No. That what? a guy, I don't know if he's a um, a modder or someone, discovered like a code that had been like no one knew, like a brand new code that no one knew about for super punch out. Um, that like allows you to do a two two player where one person can control like the person that you're fighting against. So like you can fight as Gabby J. Huh. Or or the 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 what's the guy's name? Mad Clown. Piston Hurricane. But it's just crazy how this, like, no one knew about this until, like, two days ago. And it also works on the, um, the, um, Switch Online version. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Clearly, uh, I, I thought it was cooler than you guys did, but, you know. I, I don't have a big it's history right. with Super Punch-Out. yeah. It, it I, unfortunately I mean, it was always something that I avoided. Uh, I never had a Wii either, so like I, I've had no experience with any of the punch out games. Yeah, me either. Um aside mm. from just occasionally playing Little Mac and Smash. And and me playing Little Mac and Smash too much. <laughs> I, I much don't know how anyone could so. I don't know how anyone could far, main him. It's so much. easy. Just throw him off the stage and you've pretty much got a got a stock taken. <laughs> Look, that doesn't that will not deter David from doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. 
Uh, but when I get you, I get you, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> sucker. Uh, but times it works. The fact that he's so easy, yeah. The fact that he's so easy to kill makes the time that he kills you all that all the sweeter. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man, Smash! I need to play Smash more. Uh, you know, I was that. so excited for Sora being added in, and then I played him twice, and then I haven't touched the game since. Hey, Arxis, get on Smash. Oh, Arxis, that's, get that's on the an, Kingdom Hearts fighter. No, that's the next the I next wish. generation that's, the next generation of Smash Bros. Well, Post Sakurai. So get Arxis in there. A Kingdom Hearts fighter is what the Dissidia games on the PSP were originally going to be, and Disney was like, we don't want our characters fighting each other one-on-one and other stupid Disney rules. I feel like those rules have probably laxed. I think so, too. Especially because Disney Mirrorverse, they are fighting each other. I definitely punched Wally in the face And especially now, especially now that uh, most, the majority of Kingdom Hearts characters are non-Disney characters. I, I think they wouldn't they wouldn't mind if exactly they had a Kingdom Hearts fighting game. Exactly. Oh man, be a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we appreciate you listening. If the this episode was a little weird uh, audio wise, I apologize, but I don't. Um, I'm glad that we were able to get one in the can. And um, with that, we will talk at you next week. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> See ya. You know what I watched the other day? Uncharted. Oh, what'd you think? <laughs> Hold on, no. That's that we I should actually, talk about that. Hold on. We'll talk about it in the news section. Because I, 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 I talked about it when I saw it. I, I yeah, I want I want to know. It's on Netflix. We'll, it'll get brought up. We'll, yeah, that's where I watched it. Yeah, don't uh don't talk about it yet. We'll have, we'll get there. Have either of you watched Prey yet? I did. No, uh, not yet. It was genuinely a fantastic film. Yes. I <laughs> I was astounded at the end. <laughs> I almost clapped. That's Such fair. a great movie. The, it It is... I haven't really watched any other Predator movies aside from the first one, but, like, this one feels the I've most... I've seen multiple like Predator that. films. Uh, I'm a sorry. Lot of them. <laughs> and none of them are as good as this one. <laughs> uh, and for... I mean, like, as in this movie is actually a good yes. film. Yes. It... it, it with it's one of the best well-shot movies that I've seen, too. Like, cinematography is astounding. The sound, the, everything came together. Uh, the fact that this was on Hulu is sort of a travesty yes. because it would have made so much money, I think. I would have uh, seen it, like, at least twice yeah. in theaters. I think that word of mouth, the, because it, it has done so, has done gangbusters on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, I'm really hoping it's able, it gets nominated for stuff because it's genuinely fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Holy crap. Uh, and, and all the, I mean, I don't think that 
it needs the accolades of the people that were in previous Predator films because the previous Predator films were not <laughs> that, good. Yeah, that's not a high Com- bar getting as, accolades right. from them. Um, so uh, the fact that all those people are giving this movie its flowers online is is kind of nice, at least, even though I don't think it needs it. But, no. Uh, yeah, Seth, I do recommend watching Prey uh, a lot. A lot? Yeah, I'd I would say it's suplex I, certified. Yeah, I, I may put this at the end after the credits, <laughs> just us talking about Prey. Yeah. Uh, because it's um, genuinely, like, I I went out of my way last weekend uh, to stay up late and watch it because right. I, I wanted to see it. I didn't want to get spoiled on anything cool that happened. That's fair. And um, it's a tight hour, 35 minutes, and it, it feels just, it feels it feels longer than it actually is. Yeah, but in, but in, a, in good a good way. way in yeah, a good yeah. way, exactly. Uh, like it, it's very tightly packed. It's extremely clever, I would say. Yeah. Like, um, they do the they do the great thing of the uh, I can't remember the tribe, but the Native American people, the Comanche, the Comanche tribe speaks English. But it's very clear that you are listening to them speak Comanche, and I actually watched the Comanche dub for. I it. would like to. I haven't yet. The um, the only gripe I have with it is that um, the lead uh, Amber Mid Thunder. I feel like her lines in Comanche f- fall a little flat sometimes, but I need to watch the English dub because I assume her lines are delivered perfectly. Yeah, there. Um, um, but everyone else is super solid, and it's when, all the same cast. When they meet the the s- other settlers that are speaking like French and stuff, they don't translate that to English. Yeah, which gives you the really gives you that great feeling of feeling foreign and not understanding. It's and makes you be with the character. It's very. It good. is so like I this movie as a whole is so yeah. smart. I love when movies do that. Uh, this is also one of the few protagonists that I've seen in a long time that doesn't really, like, let the events of the movie happen around them. Like, they are very active in almost every single scene that is going on. Like, the scene will be focusing on something else, and Naru will literally be doing something off in the corner of the shot because she's not the focus of it, but is doing stuff to, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, it's not very, be it, passive. Okay. It's wonderful. Oh, we'll stop keeping Seth awake and yes. me awake by talking about But Prey is very good. I think you should watch it, Seth. Um, it's it's definitely worth your time, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I mean, I do want to. It looks yeah. really good. 